Hi, and welcome to the Brave Parenting Podcast. I am your host and the founder of Brave Parenting, Kelly Newcomb, and this is where you'll get the encouragement, insight, and information that you need to raise kids of character and our culture that is saturated with media and technology. We call it Brave Parenting because it takes a lot of courage and hard work to not only keep on top of changing technology, but then decide how to incorporate that into your family's life. So our ultimate goal here is to keep you educated and equipped to raise those tech-savvy kids. Welcome to today's show. We're going to be talking all about TikTok today. We did review TikTok in our very first podcast episode that we did last year, but because TikTok has really grown and become very popular amongst kids, we feel it's important to go back and dig a little bit deeper into this app so that you as a parent really know what it's about before you allow your kids to be on it. Now, TikTok is ranked number one in the entertainment category of the App Store. We often consider it a social media platform, but it actually is ranked as entertainment. It is 15 to 60 second looping videos that can be created and posted. Kids love this because it's not so much about connecting and sharing your everyday life with your friends that you may already have in real life or online. It's more about expressing your creativity through these short videos with the world. Now, TikTok is not without controversy. The U.S. military has recently banned TikTok from all military members and service personnel because there is a national security risk with this, they believe, because TikTok is owned by a Chinese company, which is really different than, say, Facebook and Instagram, as well as Snapchat, which were all started in the United States. TSA has also banned its employees from using TikTok. In April of last year, of 2019, India, as a country, actually banned the app altogether because of their concerns, but they re-allowed it after a few weeks. Some other headlines that I found regarding TikTok, there's been deaths. Um, One man drowned while another one was crushed by a speeding tractor during a TikTok video shoot. There's been controversy about young girls posting abortion videos. There's also a lot of controversy with the challenges, the viral challenges that go on on TikTok. Most recently, the Skull Breaker Challenge, where kids are creating these short videos where they're, they challenge someone to sort of jump and they kick the feet out from underneath them and then they fall back and essentially break their skull. This has sent many kids to the ER for broken bones. There's also been headlines about how TikTokers are obsessed with fake luxury products, and even as recently as this week, TikTok moderators are being told to downgrade videos that contain ugly, overweight, or poor TikTok users. So there's some other controversy. Now let's talk about when you download the app, what it's like to have an account. Well, first, if you download the app onto your phone, you actually don't even have to create an account to start viewing TikTok videos. So this is very different than any other type of social media platform, and that's why this is considered more entertainment. You also don't need an account to search for other users. So if you're curious, if your child already has an account that you don't know about, you could download the app onto your phone, view the videos, or even do a search for maybe your child's name or sort of a pen name that they may use to see if they have an account. Or you could also search for their friends or your family members or anybody else that you're curious if they have a TikTok account. Important to know that TikTok does collect a lot of data. 
This is pretty standard with all social media platforms. They're collecting information that you give them naturally, information that you're choosing to share with other social networks. So if you link your YouTube or your Instagram to your TikTok account, they're collecting all the data that you're sharing on those platforms as well. The technical information that you're giving them, they're watching your behavior, such as your comments and the videos you're posting, your location data. They're also collecting your contacts, both on your phone as well as all your Facebook friends, if you connect those. And of course, all of the messages inside the app. They're collecting all of this and sort of profiling it. And of course, selling it because any app that's free, you are actually the product that's being sold. Also to note with the account, if you do create an account, they do give you the ability for in-app purchases. TikTok users can purchase coins, actually up to $100 worth of coins at a time, that can be shared with other TikTokers in order to, quote, encourage their creativity. So basically, if you really like someone's TikTok video and you want to give them these virtual coins that can be actually cashed in for real money, you can do that. Now, if you're an iPhone family, the best way to curb that purchase is to turn off in-app purchases under the screen time restrictions. All right, the next fact that we're going to talk about is the For You page. Like I mentioned before, you don't need to create an account to start viewing TikTok videos. The app itself, its sort of homepage, opens to this hashtag For You page. Now, TikTok's algorithms assess what kind of videos they think that you're going to like to watch, and they begin showing them to you. And the more videos you watch, the more personalized your feed is based on the algorithm. Now, this is a problem that a lot of social media companies have, and TikTok is no different. These recommendation algorithms aren't really trained to take into account moral and health-related judgments or character-related topics. You know, they are just trying to keep you engaged. That's the only goal of that algorithm. So for example, do you like cats? Well, if TikTok thinks that you do based on what you're liking or what you've searched for, its algorithm is going to show you more and more cats, right? So that could be really great if you love cats. But that exact same formula in that algorithm can also be applied to potentially harmful forms of content. For example, there's a big topic right now about how TikTok is promoting pro-anorexia topics. So if do you have anorexia? If TikTok thinks that you do, here's a bunch of triggering videos that you can then watch and become even more engrossed into that disease. So recently, Wired Magazine actually did a whole opinion piece about this, really saying that this has been a problem on every single social media platform. Any negative content, the algorithms are feeding this negative content to people even more. And that's a really dangerous thing. And really kind of calling TikTok to action saying, this has been such a problem for years. You should have really known about this and let's do something about it once and for all so that people are not being constantly delivered more and more negative content. Okay, now if you create an account and you decide that you're going to make and create some videos in order to post, one thing you need to know is that once a video is made public, you cannot delete that video from TikTok servers. If you publish a video as public and then make your account private, those videos are not going to be deleted. Even if you uninstall the app, TikTok still has those videos. So that's why it's important to really consider every video that you ever post um, or that your children are posting. Really, that is 
crucial, 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 because we try and teach our kids nothing ever dis- disappears on the internet. And while we think that that's true, we think that, oh, it's not a big deal. Those videos, if they were uh, maybe inappropriate, maybe they had inappropriate lyrics, they had something, those could all come back to haunt them later in life. Now, when you're creating a video, there is a huge catalog of different songs, popular songs that kids can choose from in order to lip sync to or dance to, whatever it is that you're wanting to do. A lot of these songs have explicit lyrics. My For You page, when I research TikTok, is pretty much all pop songs that are dropping the F-bomb and you name it. I mean, just tons of explicit lyrics. Something to definitely consider when your children may be using this app is songs that they choose. Now, when you're actually editing your video, um, I will admit it has a lot of really great video editing capabilities. It's easy to use. The platform and the interface is really easy, which is why kids love it. They do give you a lot of different options, such as, you know, you can change the recording speed and, of course, filters, right? Because we all need and love filters because our true selves are not good enough, right? So beauty, you can remove wrinkles and shininess and redness and freckles. You can apply those. There's a lot of Instagram-esque filters as well as Snapchat-esque filters as well in order to make your video look perfect. Now, messaging. Every platform, um, whether it be social media or website, you name it, they all seem to have a private messaging platform and TikTok is no different. You can access the messaging feature through the chat bubble which is actually also the place that you'll find your notifications. You you can see how many people have commented or how many people have liked a video that you've posted. Now, if you send a direct message to someone else, the app will tell you that there's a possibility they may not receive the message based on their privacy settings. However, if your account is public, which is what most TikTokers want is a public account so that their videos can be viewed, you can really receive a message from anyone. So that can definitely be dangerous when you're putting these public videos out there, especially because a lot of the videos that you may see on TikTok is young girls with not enough clothes on and dancing provocatively. So this can be um, a hub for predators and how easy it is for them to find a innocent looking girl and start grooming her through this private messaging feature, especially if their account is public. It's easy to find them. And also, when you are viewing someone else's profile, you can see every video that they've posted, as well as who they're following, who their fans are, as well as how many likes that they've received. So there is a lot of information that's available to anyone. So the idea of competition and comparison, if you have a friend at school, it's easy to see, oh, well, this person has this many followers and fans on TikTok and their videos are getting this many likes. It's just really easy because so much of their worth is quantified on this app. And it's also public knowledge there. All right. One other feature that TikTok offers is live streaming. So there's been several apps um, such as You Now and other ones that kids start to just post their everyday life live streaming, whether they're in their room doing homework or whatever is that they're doing. That sort of seems to be a trend. Well, now TikTok has this feature. The New York Times actually wrote an article titled How to Make Money in Your Sleep. And they are referencing how TikTok users are live streaming themselves sleeping in order to make money. So this is crazy, right? So apparently this new and growing trend is because 
TikTok's live streams aren't archived. So the sleep streams are basically, which is just a dark blank screen, it provides this time and place for users to meet and have an ongoing conversation. Because there's no sort of regular ongoing messaging within TikTok, if someone is live streaming, doesn't matter what it is, it provides this place, if you will, for users from all over to just start conversing with one another on this person's live stream. So whether or not your account has the ability to live stream, because apparently not all accounts do, some research I found said that you have to reach at least 1,000 fans before it allows you to live stream, but then others say that it, it randomly appears on some accounts and not others. But either way, you always have the ability to view others' live stream. And when watching a live stream, you not only can view the video, which could be creepy, it could be extremely inappropriate or explicit, who knows what could be live streamed, but then you can also see all the comments, the emojis. A lot of people are gifting these coins to these live streamers in order to sort of thank them for posting a live stream of them sleeping. So it seems really weird, but again, as adults, a lot of this stuff does seem very weird to us because it is very out of the norm to what we would have ever done as kids, but it's important to know that this is going on. Now, let's get down to what we would consider some of the most important stuff, parental controls. Now, on TikTok, they do offer some, which, praise the Lord, hallelujah, this is awesome, because none of the other social media platforms really do, not to this extent. So TikTok offers a feature called digital well-being, which you can access from the settings. It does offer a restricted mode, which is great. And what that is, is it's basically using an algorithm in an attempt to sort of limit videos that may not be appropriate for all audiences. So taking out what might be a little bit of controversial, they're using a controversial hashtag or something else. So probably a good idea if you were allowing your child to use this to start off in restricted mode until you see what kind of content they're seeing. TikTok also offers screen time management. Now, this is fantastic because what it is, is it allows you to set a time limit for how much the app is actually being used. Now, the greatest part about both of these restricted mode and screen time management is that they are protected by a passcode. And that is a different code that's it's a different password than, say, the passwords for your actual account. So this means that a parent could set up this control with a passcode that only you know the passcode to, so your children can't change the amount of time that you're allowing them to be on the app or turn off the restricted mode. This is awesome. This is what we have wanted to see inside um, social media platforms forever is parental controls with a passcode. Most every other app, you can change some settings, but kids can easily go back in and rechange them. Now, as long as a user has an access to their account, they can make their account public, they can direct message anyone, or view any videos. So again, as a parent, you may want to know the password to their account, only them, only you, so that they may not be able to do that, really like kind of log out and create a new account. You want to be able to keep those restrictions in. Now, regarding inappropriate content, there is the restricted mode, but similar to all other social media platforms such as Instagram and YouTube, TikTok relies on its users to regulate and report any inappropriate content they find. And inevitably, there is always some. 
So this is a really important aspect of teaching your kids how to use this app is to view the content with them and ask whether or not, say, this video, is it appropriate? Is it inappropriate? Why would it be deemed inappropriate? Is this something that you should flag? Kids need to hear from you as to why you might flag something. Otherwise, they're just going to keep consuming, 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 and not think, is this inappropriate? Should I flag it? I mean, it might have to be pretty extreme for them to consider flagging it. But if you can teach them what is appropriate and what is inappropriate, and when to flag and not to flag, this can be a really great feature that they use for all their social media platforms. Some general safety aspects considering parental controls and allowing this is we really recommend that you make your account private. We're going to talk a little bit more about why I'm in just a little bit, but make sure that they're not accepting requests from just anyone that they don't know. And block certain accounts if you need to. Report that inappropriate content. Share their accounts with you. I mean, like, make sure that you can view their videos before they're being posted. Help them really think through whether or not this is the video that they want forever online representing them and their character. And of course, that means having conversations about their online safety, their self worth, their identity, their value. Are they seeking fame? What is exactly this video trying to, to be put out there for? These are constant conversations that are extremely important. Now, I also think it's important to note that just in February of 2020, TikTok announced their, quote, urine control safety videos. Again, really supporting this idea of parental controls and mental health and, and getting off the app, even though their algorithms definitely want you to stay constantly engaged. They started having these sort of safety videos pop up and everyone's for you page reminding viewers to stop, drink water, go talk to their friends, go outside, haven't you spent enough time on the app, really trying to help kids stop mindlessly scrolling through that for you page and actually get off the app and enjoy real life. Again, that's a big step. And as a parent who's been researching social media um, accounts for a long time, this is really big. For, for TikTok to be doing. Now, with all that said, there is one core issue that remains with TikTok that you have to consider before you allow your child to have this app. And this is the idea of TikTok fame. Not only is TikTok a sort of rabbit hole of constant content, these looping videos, it can also be a source or a gateway of really a lot of attention and even this potential fame. Its algorithms you know, is serving uh, this, these videos to such a wide audience, really a global audience, that it's easy for people with very little followers to post a video that just happens to gain popularity and give that user instant fame and gain hundreds of thousands of followers with just one video. Those followers are just racked up so much more quickly than other platforms, such as Instagram or YouTube or Facebook. Now, TikTok fame has become a really increasingly attainable goal for kids and teens and young adults. There's actually a research that had been done by the research firm Morning Consult, and they found that half of American kids between the ages of 13 and 38 say that they would like to be an influencer or TikTok famous, if you will, 
if given the opportunity. So half of our kids between the ages of 13 and 38, and that may even include you because 38 definitely is including every millennial, that they would choose this sort of fame if given the opportunity. Now, while TikTok fame used to be just sort of left inside the app, you gained all these followers and and you were only famous sort of in TikTok, now, like so many other social media platforms, the companies and the marketing campaigns and advertisers have all sort of come on board and, and some people feel like are really tainting TikTok for its creativity and originality um, by paying people to post advertising type TikTok videos. One TikToker who had about 4 million followers is actually now getting paid between five dollars and $10,000 per post. But it's stated that in the future, these TikTokers could be getting paid up to a million dollars per post if you have the enough popularity, which is crazy. Kylie Jenner on Instagram is actually getting paid $1 million per post. So when our kids read that this TikTok fame could give them that much money, it gives them even more reason and incentive to sort of put off school and make TikTok videos. Find out what all the trends are on TikTok and really increase my platform there because there's so much more potential for easy fame, easy money. And this is a scary thing, not only because a lot of that fame can be very short-lived and fade away pretty quickly, but also, as we know, fame is not always what it's cracked up to be. To get to that level requires a lot of work. It doesn't, it's not just posting one video a week. It's very intensive for those people. Vox recently did an article highlighting the reality of fading social media fame, especially on TikTok. One TikTok user described why he had to leave the app entirely because of the constant expectation for continued viral success. Made him anxious and his self-worth suffered and he had to get counseling. Eventually realized that the app and the fame that it was that it had once provided, that he was constantly trying to attain, was really ruining him. They also referred to uh, Nico Nguyen, who was a sophomore at Cornell University, and he wrote an opinion piece for his school paper, really rebuking the app's addictive nature. And he says, quote, this is getting out of hand. I can't let this consume my life. I am stronger than this. I can beat this. It ends now. And he's referring to his TikTok account and addiction, really. And he argues, the viral nature of TikTok has produced an entirely new generation of youths who are viewing social media as a performative pursuit. TikTok has produced a legion of wannabe entertainers and influencers, giving the average high school student the illusion of a personal platform capable of launching them into TikTok fame. Now, as Christians, this pursuit of fame is really concerning. We are really not meant to be worshipped ever. So to, to put yourself out there and I might not say controversial videos because I've seen so many of the videos and it's, it's competing in these trends. Some are just fun dances and I get that. But the amount of girls on there with, again, I've said it, too little clothing. It's just, you have to look at them and say, does your mom or dad know that you've posted this video, that you have this little clothes on, on this public type of video, that you're lip syncing to these vulgar words? And really all in search for this sort of fame. 
you know, there's companies that you can go and like buy TikTok likes in order to increase your fame. And so that becomes a real character issue. Do we want to have a public account just to become famous, just to put ourselves out there and have people love us and worship us and say that we're awesome? Well, that is really concerning because our value and our worth should never come from this sort of global platform on TikTok of people who are just being entertained. Now, if your child is a natural entertainer and they're not posting videos that are inappropriate, but more so because they love the idea of entertaining, they're very creative, they've always been a performer, that's very different, especially if they've always were going to pursue that type of of industry, of the entertainment industry. But I think that doesn't apply to most of our kids. Most of our kids just love this idea of easy fame. I want to be on social media for a living, right? Why worry about school when I can just be on this app and that's super fun and I can make lots of money. And that's just not reality, which is why we really encourage that if your kids want to be on TikTok, one of the requirements is that the account should be private. Let them make videos because it can be fun, but use it in, in for just fun. That's just what it is and what it can be. You don't need to post it to the whole world. You can post it to just a handful of the people that you're allowing to see your private account. And again, it should be videos that are accepted by mom and dad, and that are <laughs> you're willing to let grandma and grandpa and the rest of the family see. That's how, if you're going to allow TikTok, it really should be. And you can jump in and help your kids make those videos, give them ideas. That is a really important aspect. All right, so to wrap this all up, TikTok is given the rating of 12 plus by the Apple Store. Google Play rates it T for teen. We at Brave Parenting are going to give it a 16 plus rating. Again, we really believe that all social media platforms should really begin at 16. And even though this is sort of an entertainment platform and not social media, the fact that it has a feed that has followers, likes and comments and private messaging simply puts it at a 16. Now, our three major problems with TikTok is first the addiction because of the algorithm that is constantly feeding you 15 to 60 second videos. So easy to waste lots of time on the app. The second major problem we have is again, teen girls wearing too little of clothing, seductively dancing to profane lyrics. You just don't have to look far, and that's what you find. And that is a trend I don't want my sons to see, and I don't want my daughters doing for sure. And the third problem that we have is the fame and worship that we just mentioned. TikTok has just become this fame making machine. And we don't want our kids to buy into that and to, to really fall into the idea of being worshipped, idolatry. You know, the word of God is very clear. And we as parents are wise to heed the warnings of idolatry and pride through this. So we are charged, you know, with the responsibility of stewarding our children's resources wisely and discipling them. And so this definitely needs to be taken into account before we allow the app. Now, with all of that said, we do believe that many children can have a TikTok account on their smartphone and use it in moderation, use it appropriately, and not seek to gain fame. We also love the fact that TikTok has a password protected screen time limit that parents can use to help curb addiction. Uh, this, combined with co viewing and pre viewing videos that are going to be posted to their account, can make this a very fun and successful app experience. 
And again, we also recommend that you set their accounts to private, at least in the beginning, and really establish some boundaries for when and where those videos are going to be taken. For example, I recommend you state, you know, can they shoot videos in their bedroom or any area of the house? Are you going to allow maybe younger siblings to be in these videos, which are going to be posted online? Are you going to be in these videos? You don't want your children taking a video of you unknowingly and then posting it. You can also find a lot of TikTok videos that kids are taking in class of their teachers, sort of mimicking them and mocking them. And that's just not cool. Also, you know, when you're out in public, is it okay to take videos of friends or strangers, teachers, coaches, bosses, coworkers, all of that? Really keep them cognizant of what privacy really means. And also, again, what songs and lyrics are you going to allow? Establish all of those boundaries before you allow the TikTok app to be on their phone. All right, so I hope you learned a lot about TikTok, even more so than the very first um, review that we did last year. If you have any stories or any information that you want more on on TikTok or experiences that you've had, we would certainly love to hear them. Please email us at podcasting at brave, excuse me, podcast at braveparenting.net for an in-depth look at how you can build strong character. This is the character that we're talking about that transcends all media, whether it be social media, television, you name it. Pick up a copy of our book, Managing Media, Creating Character. It is available online at Amazon. And hey, don't forget to subscribe, whether you're listening on iTunes, Google, whatever your podcast platform is. We appreciate that. And that is how other people can find out about the app and share it with your friends. Thank you so much for listening to the Brave Parenting Podcast, where we believe that character is greater than media and every child needs a brave parent willing to set a new standard. Until next time, go and be brave.